Hello, and welcome to Urban Hood Money Talk. It's a fact that we need money to enjoy life and focus on the things that we really like. I'm your co-host, Allie, and I'm here with Mushi Buyan. Our mission is helping you gain financial freedom. You're listening to one of our special weekly market talks, which provides news on the upcoming week that may be important to traders. And we're super excited that you're here with us. Welcome, everyone. Everything I'm sharing, educational purpose only. We have seen this news. How many of you remember this message came out in Elon on this? <laughs> we are talking about Twitter. Yes. But I was surprised to see this data. Jack Dorsey owns 2.3% and Elon is 9.2% of the shareholder. That's crazy. This is crazy, right? <laughs> I would have never guessed that one. Wow. <laughs> That's when I thought you gotta say that man, the founder of the organization on <laughs> has less at stake than uh, Elon Musk. So it tells you know what's gonna happen this company. You know what Elon is long time is trying to do. He mentioned he wants to create his own social media and all this. His ultimate goal was buy them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he probably will fire Jack Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, hey, Jack Dorsey is no longer at Twitter. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, he's correct. not a CEO anymore, right? That's right. They made him. They have made him step down. That is correct. But they are very good friends. They both are buddies. So of course, oh, in Jack, right. Jack, Jack, my my brother is the CEO with the last same last name. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just so, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Then we have seen the Nasdaq got hit hard, like oh. five hundred fifty down. In uh, in a way, this is crazy. Crazy wow. mob, and I said, when I saw this number, it's 550, it's like 3.86% NASDAQ, where SP hanging out. SP just like it, they barely just moved 57 whole mm. week. It's just a 1.27%. One, it's wow. good. It's still around 4,500 areas in a SPX is yeah. sitting there, which is still a good sign. Right? Yeah. So overall, what happens to other uh, indices for last week? NASDAQ 3.9% down, but uh, S&P 1.3. But look at 10-year treasuries, 0.3. Yield, that yield went higher. And that's our good old well stayed below 100, 100 which is still is good. That tells good. You know, yeah. the economy is not bad. We are, no. some of you saying, oh my God, we are going to go recession. We are going to get a recession. Think twice. We do. It's still recession. possible. It's still possible. Recession. Those who know, who is who understand economics, recession is not is not the only way to balance what's happening currently market. That's I'll right. share with you some details next. Look at on the left side what happens in the bearish signal, and the right side everything and on the bullish signal. And all the economics indicator they're looking at consumer sentiment, inflation, sector, commodity, everything usually they look for. You know, whenever recession happens, we see commodity goes up and we see that some of the defensive goes up and, and stuff in the bear market. On the right side, on the bullish market, particularly on bullish signal, what's happening currently, look at employment numbers came out, it's very strong. And last month that he, that the number, the jobless number to claim historically is low. It's almost like 1969, 60s, 70s. That number is so low, that jobless number. 
corporate earnings. The raising this is uh, last quarter was very good. The year. regardless of what happens, some of the business proven that we heard in you know, a Tesla, Amazon, Microsoft, they figured out a way to make money in this situation. There are others, you know, not with the high PE, still they have to prove to the market. Credit spread is, is getting two years, 10 years, getting narrow. It's, it's getting closer and closer narrow. Yeah, that's kind of scared people all of a sudden very quickly that spread is, is, is getting bigger. And that was one of the things coming back, people, I know what, maybe their Fed is becoming hawkish too quick. ISM number, PMI number consistently is showing that it's solid. Still, we are growing due to supply chain, supply chain numbers that we are seeing that we see that in certain sector uh, that their business have your know, orders are slowing down because those business they're not able to deliver. Especially now, look at in auto industry, the car is is going in nightmare when. You, you see that um, EV market, Tesla is coming up all the crazy numbers they're delivering where their next competitors, they don't have even raw materials to take orders, to deliver what they promise they can do it. So one is figuring out a way in this current market to grab whatever supply chain and secure next years for them. And the others are still struggling to figure out what they say they can do. They're not able to meet those commitments. So it's, it's, it's a world where you cannot sit there and wait and figure, you have to be creative. So investor sentiment, that's one is coming back now. They're figuring out if the last week, what Fed is saying, they're going to be more hawkish. means we're going to go a little bit more, a little deeper later on. Or should they be still investing now or they'll pull back? So now people are just being cautious and because of being that cautious, boom, like last week was a sentiment, a lot of uh, Nasdaq got hit big time because of high growth. But if you look at historically on the 2016 to 2019 data, especially whenever Fed says we are going to be tight our tighten our balance sheet, we are going to you know, reduce the number and then we have to be control the inflation and so on and GDP and, and recalibrate with this. So that time, what happens on around 2017, 2018, Fed uh, announced, is, announced that they will begin reduction where they had about $4.5 trillion budget that time, and they made the announcement. When they made the announcement, they did not do it right away. Um, then the, and Fed policy also looking at the, that the other one is the purple tells you the Fed policy on the right side as it just goes higher and then come down. But as you look at it in October 2018, uh, 27 October, that time slowly they, when they made the announcement. And, and then what happens is on 16% stock mar market was going higher for 12 months when Fed was starting slowly reducing their budget. It's 12 months that 16 mark market went 60% high on that equity market. Those who is dumping all those, you know, that say, hey, should I be investing in stock or I should be in, uh, looking at elsewhere? And the pullback and the Fed, look at an, on, on, the, on here last year on 2019, Fed came around when things all of Corona got hit and, and then slowly we are seeing that, you know, Fed is, is coming back. Okay, we will, and 
will they try to protect the economy and buying back again. And now it's almost like $9 trillion. But on the on here, what one of the things, the lesson learned from here, you can look at it when Fed tried to reduce the, their balance sheet and then they came down that uh, bring that inflation down to close to below 200 at that time. Yes, you know, historical saying there are a lot of sign, other sign that they have seen in the economy slow down. What I shared earlier that look at the bullish signal and bear signal. History can give you enough information to know what can I learn from it and is this going to repeat itself. But the current situation we are facing is a different base we are dealing with. So just like earlier, someone that when Jay mentioned and you know, look at my trade, you know, hey, you know, it it, uh, it should have worked, it didn't work, but or still you have a chance to make it to work and readjust yourself. That means we have to be also more hawkish with our portfolio, short term or long term, and readjust our thinking process. Here. I can just add one thing about the difference between when they reduced the balance sheet in 2018 when they actually raised rates and compared to now. Mm-hmm. Back then, the Fed said, hey, let me go ahead and raise rates. And then what happened, the economy, you know, the stock market dropped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And they just went back and started you know, um, lowering rates again. But the difference between then and now is that now we have a 7.9% inflation. Mm-hmm. Back then, we had no inflation problem. Mm-hmm. But now if the market drops down, if we still have an inflation problem, they're going to have to make a decision and say, we have to attack inflation or we save the market. So back then it didn't, they didn't have a, they had a lot more choices than now. Now they're not tight. They spot. had a lot of also weaker on 2019 employment was not that historically people could not find a job. It was like a, 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 some of this indication on the right side was did not give you a signal knowing that, hey, it was, it, this is the same situation we are dealing with. Fact is, yeah, you can, this, Economy equity market pullback last week. We have seen it still since the mid-March. It's a 10% higher equity market performed all of a sudden. Slowly we saw the indication that market is is bear market is turning around, getting into the bullish side, and and which you saw the signal. The March PMI number showed a strong demand in those numbers. And in the demand, also they saw the strong demand, but Business could not cannot deliver due to slow order and production slowdown. So we have seen that what China happened. China shut down for weeks. You know because that's going to make the whole uh, the supply chain disaster in whatever sector you are you are in. Right? And uh, the the other things that when we talk about recession. And, and we are talking, we are seeing the signal people as I look at the, this yield curve, the gap is getting bigger and higher, but you have to look at other things, indicator usually whenever they look into indication for recession, all these, the yield curve, credit spreads, jobless claims, PMI numbers, and, and then building this new construction in housing, building permits, and all this is, is adds on. They look at, uh, all those areas. When they look at all those areas, yeah, one or two, you are struggling, but the others are outbeating. That's when they figure out, do we, are we getting into recession or we need to readjust our thinking process? Not inflation number, very low jobless number. There are savings, there are more over $2.5 trillion savings fund people's putting 
on, on the side. I mean, so we see that a lot of people, even you look at your friends or people you know around and then they'll say, you know what, I'm happy with, with my current house. I'm happy with my current car. Or maybe I will wait. It might slow down. So we see that people started changing that habit of new things I needed to have it. Now people getting into more savings habit than... Not very American to save uh-huh. money. now we are becoming that yeah we're learning from the asian market you are going to see next week that when banks coming up bank going to release their earnings and that time one of the things they are looking into that do people still put their money in the bank and and then say you know what i want to go in conservative mode and i want to put some money in the bond economic health indicator uh, since 1990 that you are looking at, um, and in 2022, 20, US, when US come to recession, this is one of the things that you know, they're looking that when economic health, all these indicators I mentioned earlier, and the recession. So there is a number they're looking at from zero to one. In that, on this curve, in this to when they do the variance chart, you know, and figure out correlation, where do, does this chart in it stays? If you look at it, whenever we had a recession, 2008, um, you know, at that time, this number was way below, below 0.5, and 0.3, no, no, point, be very low end. But now, if you look at now, 2008, this number is almost like close to 0.9, 0.8, 0. 0.6, that, that area. So that's why I was uh, showing you that all the indicator you're looking at, when they look at the correlation and try to figure out, are we heading to the recession? Doesn't make sense. You have to look at other things, other situation, and, and why we are in this trap. When businesses, we have the demand, but we cannot deliver because supply chain. Why supply chain? Who knew this war going to happen? Russia and Ukraine. Who knew that? Nobody knew that, right? But it happened. But that also causes the whole supply chain go down in Europe side. I mean, even in America, we also get affected. The whole world is getting affected in that because they are one of the biggest supply chain in commodity, in energy, in those areas. Diamond, gold, you are watching. That market there, diamond market, one of the top, the exporters, Russia. So when they are getting all the sanctions coming in, all the other business are going to get affected. Still, US dollar is strong in the market. If you look at this carpet two years and 10 years the gap is big that gap but then this is not the gap starting monday when 10 years yield coming in look at you know on monday it was around 2.3 area but we ended up 2.7 big 10 years yellow and so quick and i wish we those who is in intact and uh, including myself i wanted to see nasdaq go like that then i we, we would be all smiling with our portfolio it just reversed, right? So the widening the two years and 10 years the curb. So next week, earnings are bank earnings coming in. Morgan Stanley on Thursday, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, you know, and, and on Wednesday, JP Morgan is going to come in. And, and our favorite bear, when some of you have seen that their bed, bath, beyond, it started making some noise. We'll see what they do. And airlines earnings also going to come up next week. Wells Fargo, look, look at where is Wells Fargo. They, they, their analysts are all is mentioning that they think it's bullish and then plus minus, you know, IV is 5.7% this coming week. 
but they are bullish on on this one so what am i looking to buy next week or the first of all before we go next week asia market is, is going to re release their central bank rate cards so you see that still there are others in the world is, is going after the rate card not like us you know hey we know that and um, we're trying to, to be more proactive and singapore market is expecting 25 basis point we'll see what the news comes up hopefully you know, it will stay on track what the market expects and europe market focus is still on, on the war and there, uh, there, the Ukraine, the president, you know, he asked the whole world that they need a weapon. And before they were more defensive side, now they're going back after you know, Russia that would be more offensive. So they are asking for those you know, heavy uh, artillery and all those other weapons so they can go and attack and, and so on. Not only protect themselves and they want to push wanna, them back push them back right u.s market next friday this coming friday is going to be short friday good friday so know that it's uh, those who has weekly con weekly contract be very careful and just like many of you i got into this greed on friday i i sold a lot last week but i just wish i would have sold more consumer inflation data is going to come out this coming coming week that on tuesday so keep an eye on this one. Still, they're looking, say, hey, in all the high number, remember the indicator I mentioned to you, that they are going to see that is this is still expected as 8.4 expected. Now, if it does, they're now Fed and the others are going to go after Fed, you know, you just stop being so hawkish and where you mentioned that you're going to increase the rate 50 basis point. It happened in 2000. So, why we, why are, do we have to be so aggressive where yeah it have to remember what we went through in in, in 2000 and the, in that crisis we are not in that crisis we are much better strong all the indicator shows you maybe they don't have to go that aggressive and so on all right so that's the one of the key number and the earnings are coming up earnings are coming up as i mentioned and uh, that is starting on wednesday and this on, on Thursday, there's a very retail number coming up. That also another indicator showing that it's still kind of, the consumers are strong in the with the purchasing power and so on. This is another thing this coming week that last Friday when I looked into on the weekly, let's see you know, what people are expecting this coming week. You see that Tesla is always, when um, <laughs> we have seen last few weeks, that's a, Tesla usually goes on the bullish side and bear side, you know, in the pool, a lot of call and put. But I was surprised to see Tesla's huge call side came in last week. Tesla, Apple, and all these. Or you see, and on the right side, Apple is the one I see underdog. People are going after Apple. A lot of put on uh, Apple this, this coming week. We'll see what happens. Apple and QQQ. So one of the dark pool data came in. Last week in, in Exxon, look at the $87. Somebody bought $69 million. $87. So energy still is, I guess, something. Uh, it's wow. going, yeah. Some, someone puts that much money on their 69 Okay, they know something. Look at $69 million and then went back later on. And $69 million is like 1% <laughs> of their money. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, 152 million came in there right before that. So yeah, slowly, slowly people are betting on, on uh, Exxon. 
Their earnings already came, right? I don't know. Is this uh, the earnings came in, or because yeah. of this whole whole uh, Ukraine petroleum and oxy? You know, last week, you know, those right. oxy, you know, you saw that I uh, okay. I, I came out. So this coming week, and I uh, we'll see. There are a lot of calls we have seen in this coming came in $68 that people are putting money on, on petroleum. Wow. So anybody played a hit of petroleum by any chance? Play with this? Yeah, I have Occidental. Huh? I have positions in Occidental. Yeah. Bullish position. Bullish position, yeah. So you're smiling now, right? You know, <laughs> let it go. And everything was last Friday, you know, everything was going down, but you know, those who have it, oh, at least one is good. And it's keep yeah. getting green and green, and it's a, and that put a smile on your face, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad. The others will turn around, but yeah. um, Harry Barton, we have seen that Tesla. You've seen, you guys already saw how it got beaten up. We do think Tesla stayed very strong on ten thirty the 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 price area. Ten thirty, look at look at it. It went many times, kept went down, came back in thousand thirty. So Tesla is is good. Uh, hopefully, you know it can stay strong. And then if it does, I would not be surprised if overnight any any other surprise doesn't happen. As usual, we see Tesla usually open up with gap up and try to do all the whole power our show. Facebook Facebook got beaten up, but not much. You know, it stayed very strong on two hundred twenty three area. Right. So Facebook is something that you know it did is prove all the others got pulled back. I was thinking Facebook might come back as as just like everything went down, but Facebook is straight very strong. Yeah, the whole social media went up. Yeah, yep. and uh, along with the button, uh, Twitter got beaten up Friday. Twitter yeah. from from fifty one, fifty two, came down to forty six. Yeah, I added good amount. To go lower, it needs to go lower before people are gonna buy it again. I I, I sold uh, when it went to fifty nine and stuff. You know, I had you know back to got in the market again big time if it goes down more i'll add more exactly well yeah. recession is you know six to nine months after the inversion so yeah i don't right. think anybody was thinking yep. about recession what? already yep exactly well yeah usually it takes, takes about a year so take time but we are seeing that everything else is very strong All yeah. right. that's it for this episode folks thank you for listening and if it was helpful to you please click the like button and follow us so that you can listen to more of our podcast. You can also visit us at urbanhood.org to learn more about our other programs. We hope you'll check in with us again. And until then, keep learning and do whatever it takes to reach financial freedom and follow your dreams.